Welcome back, everyone, to episode four of Odd Supers TV. Uh, firstly, I want to thank everyone for the tremendous support over the past couple episodes. Um, didn't think we'd get that much positive feedback. I want to thank everyone for sending in questions. And yeah, we're going to keep it going. Bailey can't make it this week. He's busy, um, but he'll be back next week. And you'll stay tuned for next week. We've got some good coming. Um, this week, we've got on Mojave King. Uh, one of the most highly regarded players coming out of Australia. He's ranked 31st by ESPN, a mock draft. Uh, recently signed to Cairns, so keen to check on him and see what's up. Top five, if you don't agree, go check the numbers. Too many can't run with me. I'm making moves that's gonna take care of my family. She did me dirty, if no my sanity. Can't handle me, I'm like an animal. What's up, bro? How are you? My, how are you? Not too bad. Um, we Oz Hoopers haven't generally seen. We Oz Hoopers haven't generally seen you play. Um, we haven't filmed you either. Um, we were supposed to watch you at the recent nationals, um, but you sat out. Someone told me it was something to do with basketball borders. Um, I think. Yeah, but I didn't end up going to that. Yeah, true. Was there yeah. a reason for that, or? Um, yeah, there was a few reasons, but it was a bit complicated. Yeah, um, I think you said you're down in Brisbane this month, so we'll have to get a workout vid for, in for sure. Um, yeah. All right, we're going to start this episode. For someone like me who hasn't seen you play live, explain your game to someone who hasn't seen you play before. Um, I'm just a scorer, really, mainly. Uh, shooter, slasher, get on the rim, and then try to create for my teammates as well. Um, and for everyone who doesn't know, Mo just signed a contract with the Cairns Taipans for the NBL 21 season. Um, congrats, bro. That's huge. Um, what are you most excited for next season? I'm just excited to play, to be honest. I'm just excited to get out there, experience it, start learning from the guys on the team. Pretty much it. Uh, was there other teams reaching out? If so, why the Taipans? Was it playing time or something else? Uh, yeah, there was other teams that I was talking to. Um, and they were great as well, but I just felt like the Taipans was the right place for me. Uh, just with the the coaches and the staff there, I just felt like it was the best place for me to be. What do you think you'll bring to the Taipans next season? I feel like I'm going to bring, you know, obviously um, what I feel like I'm good at is just being an offensive threat. Like, you know, you gotta, you can't really lose me on the floor like, or else I might have an open shot or something like that. So just spacing the floor and then playing with the guys that they have already. 100%. It's going to be cool playing alongside Machado and Cam Oliver and, Cam Oliver and stuff. Um, yeah. Keen to see how you and Josh go next season. Going to be watching a ton of games and stuff. Um, I know you also visited, before you committed to the NBL, you visited Arizona and Baylor before you signed to Cairns. Um, yeah. What were those visits like? Um, they were both great. Like, I don't have anything bad to say about either school. Like, they both treated me really well while I was there. And all the coaches staff was great at both schools. Um, and it was really hard to turn them down. But I just felt like... Taipans was the best place for me to be. Um, was it always going to be NBL for you or was the college option until the NBL started getting, was it the college option until the NBL started to gain traction over these past couple of years with the young players? Um, I'm not really sure. I didn't, I didn't always know I was going to go to the NBL. Like I always really just thought I was going to college until I really started like considering NBL over like the past year or so, I'd say. Um, but yeah, I didn't actually ever think I was going to do it until I did it pretty much. What changed your mind from changing over? Because taking those college visits, you probably were thinking that you were going to go over there. What changed your mind yeah. to like, a, I want to go to NBL? Uh, just learning more about it, really. 
I wasn't I wasn't like that well informed when I just knew it was like a possibility. But once I started learning more about it and hearing more about it, then I realized it was a pretty good situation. 100%. And I heard one of Germany's top pro teams were keen to sign you in 2018. And also right. you got interest from Barcelona, which is pretty crazy. Um, was that ever an option or? That was an option still when I was considering the NBL as well, like going over to Europe, um, potentially playing over there or doing like something similar that I'd be doing in the NBL just over in Europe. 100%. That, that's crazy. Playing over in Europe, that would have been cool. Um, we'll go into some um, NBA Academy stuff. When did you join the Global Academy and how did they approach you to go down there and join the program? I uh, joined at the start of 2019. In oh, so not long ago. Oh, yeah, the start of 2019, like over a year ago. Um, yeah, I guess they just approached me after watching me play at nationals and events like that. And uh, yeah. I'm not really sure how it actually happened exactly, but they just reached out and I was obviously really keen to go. Was it hard moving like from living in Queensland and stuff, just go straight to Canberra and stay down there for ages? Um, it was hard at first, like leaving home and just being here, but... Um, Playing basketball 20, yeah. 24-7, it's hard to turn down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it was good. Like, I, can't, I really like it. I'm here right now. And yeah. It's good to just like be back with the boys, like just living with them. It's a lot of fun and you can just go play basketball whenever you want. So can't complain too much. Um, what did you do today? Like explain a normal day at the AIS for you. Well, most days are different, but a pretty average day would be some kind of on-court session, um, whether that's like team practice or shooting and maybe weights like every other day, almost like three times a week. Um, where has all the training and coaching down there in the AIS, what has that done for your game since you've joined? Um, it's been really great. Um, when I first got here, I feel like I didn't really know how to play in a system that well. And then coming here and the coaches just really taught me like how to run an offense and play defense, like with my teammates, like not just being on an island by myself or not playing defense at all pretty much. Um, so they taught me how to like play as a team, like be a good teammate and stuff like that. Yeah. That's what some of the other players said. It just refines your like, what do you call it? IQ and stuff like that. Your reaction yeah, times. Yeah. Um, they take you on trips and stuff like that, like the center of like the global Academy team. Um, you went on a trip to Minneapolis last year in April. Yeah. Um, and that's when you kind of showed out and started to get major traction from colleges and stuff like that. What was that tournament like and knowing your names now being noticed by colleges? Um, I just remember that tournament being a lot of fun, to be honest. Like, I, I felt like I played well, but I didn't really know that, you know, people were, like, starting to know who I was after that tournament. Um, oh, well, because of that tournament until, like, a while after. Um, but, yeah, that tournament was a lot of fun. And playing, like, in that setting was just a really cool experience. And then a trip not long ago, last December, you played in the Tarkanian Classic, I think it is. And you impressed scouts from UCLA, Oklahoma, Xavier. And you were on a short list of standouts with names like Dior Johnson and Josh Christopher. Um, what was that tournament like, traveling to Vegas and playing against some of the top high school prospects? That trip was cool. You know, just seeing everyone who you always hear about, like on Instagram, like over time and stuff like that. Um, and getting to see like how good they actually are. Um, and like kind of comparing yourself to them, I guess, like seeing where you're at. Um, so it was a cool experience. 
What do you think is the major difference between the American game and the Australian game? Um, the major difference, Athleticism. I feel like, would be Australians, like, they try to win, like, as a team, I feel like, a lot more. Americans, I feel like, um, I don't know what it is. Like, it might be, like, their ego or something. If they just think that they're the best player, that they're going to take every shot and they're yeah. going to carry the team or whatever. But I feel like Australians don't really play like that. Like Americans do a lot more. Um, let's talk about your game right now. I think six foot five, is it? I like to say so. <laughs> six foot five. Six five in shoes. Yeah, shooting guard, small forward. What aspect of your game do you want to focus on the most? Um, right now I'm working a lot on my defense because I feel like if that's something that I get to like an elite level, then I'll be looking pretty good. Um, and that's what I get as feedback from a lot of coaches that I've had. So that's a main point of emphasis for me to work on right now. Um, I've seen you've been putting in heaps of work with NBL legend Derek Rucker and also Jordan Lawley over in America. Um, what have these guys particularly brought to your game? It's been great working with both of them, to be honest. Um, working with J-Law over in the States, he was just teaching me so many things that I've never seen before and giving me so many other like perspectives on things that I've just never thought about. And then uh, working with Rucker as well. Um, up in Brisbane just giving me like his knowledge because he's already been there and done all that before and he was a really good NBL player obviously so just picking his brains I guess and learning from him has been really good as well. Um, I'm not sure if you know but in a recent ESPN mock draft you were ranked 31st in the 2021 NBA draft. Um, obviously that's the main goal to make it to the league. Uh, what part of your game do you believe needs the most improving to reach that final goal of being in the NBA? I'd say one thing I could do that would really like really improve um, my game would just be being aggressive like more often. Like sometimes I feel like I'll be playing well and then I kind of go quiet for a little bit. So if I can like keep that going and keep rolling for a little, little bit longer, then I'll be a lot tougher to um, uh, guard, I guess. Um, I think a lot will rely on this upcoming season at the Taipans or the seasons or the seasons if you play longer. Um, I feel like there's a lot of NBA eyes on the NBL currently with the previous season of Lamelo and RJ. Um, and it'll be a good chance to get your name out there. Um, another opportunity for you to showcase yourself was the uh, NBA, uh, NBA Nike thing. You made the world select team with, you were oh, going to yeah. play alongside McCurr Maker. That yeah. would have been huge. Um, yeah, but it canceled due to coronavirus. Uh, what was it like getting invited to that? Um, yeah, I was just shocked, really, like, when I was told that I was invited to that. Um, yeah, Wait, it was... Were you expecting was, it, or...? No, nah, I wasn't expecting it. I have a, a friend that um, took me on camps to China for Nike and things like that, and then he was just in Brisbane, and he said he wanted to catch up, so I was like, all right. Um, and then he told me that um, I was invited to that. And I was just like, wasn't expecting it at all. Um, and it was yeah, crazy. That's crazy. I was really excited for it too, but unfortunately it didn't happen this year. Yeah. Um, so we'll go back to when you first started playing basketball. I know you were born mm -hmm. in New Zealand and moved to Queensland when you were young. When did you start getting into basketball? 
Uh, I've been around basketball all my life, really. Uh, both my parents played, my older sister played. So I've just been around it, like, as long as I can remember. Who in, who in particular got you into basketball? Was it your dad? I know your dad played. Yeah. Um, I don't really remember, to be honest. I just remember, like, always playing. I think, uh, honestly, if uh, my parents didn't get me into it, I probably would have got into it by myself at some point. 100%. But I'm not entirely sure. How big of an impact has your dad had on your basketball career so far? Uh, he's probably had the biggest impact by far, to be honest. Because um, I used to train with him pretty much every single day uh, for years when I was younger, like getting up before school and just going training, then going to school. And he'd take me to trainings after school for like teams and stuff. But yeah, pretty much every day he'd like be my individual coach. All right, now we're going to get into some fan questions. I put these on our story for you guys to ask Mo. Um, I'm going to start it off with my question. Dyson Daniels said in episode two that you have the worst drip at the academy. Um, and this is a question from me. Uh, which teammate of yours at the AIS has the worst drip or fashion sense? Um, oh, that's tough. I'm going to have to go with Mojave King. He's drip. It's shocking. <laughs> shocking. He thinks he's got it, but it's shocking. Um, what are your thoughts on that? And who would, who would you say has the worst drip or style? I don't know why said that, <laughs> to be honest. Because I definitely do not have the worst drip at shoot. Um, so I have no idea why he'd say that. Um, who would you say has the worst drip? I'd say... I don't know. No one really stands out. Blake Jones is pretty basic. <laughs> he doesn't really care that much. We'll get him on soon. We'll ask. <laughs> yeah, all right. Someone asked, what are your favorite shoes to hoop in? Uh, right now, my favorite shoes to... Oh, all time? Or just like, what am I hooping in right now? Uh, all time. All time would be... Kobe 6s. That's like uh, the first shoe I remember getting for Christmas and hooping in that. And I love that shoe so much. But right now I'm just hooping in like um, the Kyrie low twos because they're just like super comfy for me. Um, someone asked, who's the hardest player you've ever had to guard and why? Tamri Wigness is pretty tough to guard because he's just strong and quick and he always just makes tough shots. It's like pretty frustrating. But I just remember... Growing up, playing him every year, he was always really tough to get on. Would you say he's given you the most work? Who, who, who dropped uh, the most points on you? Who's dropped the most points on me? Like in a game? Yeah. Who, like when you look back on a game, you uh -oh. think like, damn, like he gave me the work. Nobody. <laughs> Giving nobody credit. No. All right. Then someone asked, when did you first dunk? Ah. Uh. I think I was 15, 15. I probably started getting like some baby dunks, but like not that long ago. Um, someone asked, what's the best dunk you've pulled off? You doing anything crazy or? I've got a few that are like, all right. Like behind the backs, between yeah. the legs, stuff like that. Um, what basketball advice would you give guys coming through under 14s and under 16s age group right now? 
I'd say just, you know, keep working because really you never know who's watching. And I feel like everyone always says that, but it's true because um, you could be playing a random game on a weekend, but someone could be videoing it and you don't know who's going to see that video and uh, what it could do for you. So just always play your hardest and keep working. Um, someone asked you to rank Kobe, Michael and LeBron best to worst. Oh. Do I have to answer that? <laughs> yes. I, put, I put LeBron number one. Okay. Um, I put MJ two and Kobe three. But I'd be very close. I'm out of the hood, but I'm hood, my lady. I smoke good, no narcotics, keep my diamonds polished on diamonds, honest, keep no dollars. Someone I look up to a lot is my dad. Because, um, you know, just growing up, obviously, I'm going to look up to my dad. And um, he's taught me a lot because he played pro basketball and all that. So, learned a lot from him. That is a tough question. Uh, I have no idea. I actually do not know. Uh, favorite artist right now is a boogie. Favorite song, probably Secrets. Margot Robbie. Interesting. <laughs> if I'm eating with you, I don't eat chewing your food loudly or smacking your lips. Probably giddy. We always play well together, I feel like. Yeah. Ooh. I like the office a lot. Yeah, uh, I like trying to model my game around Devin Booker. I feel like he's someone I could have a similar play style to if I um, keep working, obviously. It's between Fortnite and COD. Top three juniors, I'd say Dyson, Tyrese Proctor, and Bolt. All right, we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you so much for joining um, on this episode. Good luck next season, and I'll probably see you at the end of this month. Sweet. Good luck out, Vid. Vid's going to go crazy, mark my words. <laughs> Catch you later. All right, man. Thank you guys so much for joining us again for episode four featuring Mo King. Uh, stay tuned for next week. We got a sp very special guest joining us. Um, stay tuned. <laughs>